Okay, well, he is a little on the shy side today. So um, today is Tuesday. And how do I know that? Because I got it from Facebook. You know, I always, I always love to put you on the air by yourself just to see what you do. <laughs> I start the show off and we're like, okay, I'm just going to put Shelly on the air and see what she does by herself. I should just, you know, I, one morning I should just come in here and I just not say a word. And, no, you know, no, songs, you shouldn't do that, Brad. That's not because it wouldn't be BS. It'd just be us. <laughs> oh no, no! If with you on the air, it'd it be would, the S show. It I don't would like be, that. It would be BS with you on the show all day, just yeah, by yourself. Really yeah, would. it would. It I don't would know be. If I could do it by myself. Oh, you could do fine. You do fine. You do just great. Nothing to it. Nothing to it. Oh yeah. I'm telling Says you. the man who's been doing it since he came out of the womb. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean I'm doing it doing it well. I mean, there's people that you're doing didn't it well. You've been around long enough. No, there's people that've been around for a long time to do things and they're horrible at it. You know what I mean? I mean, geez. But that's not you. Know, you. Look at look Chew. at uh, look at some Chew. of the look like at super lonely. Chew. Look at some of the politicians who've been around forever and and you know and they keep getting reelected. It's like okay, how do we reelect this guy, gal again? You know what I mean? It's like whoa, you know, or like. Look Look at the baseball players. There's guys that haven't hit a home run in years. Oh, that's right. If they don't perform, they're gone. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. And the professional golfers who can't break 100. Oh, that's right. If you don't perform, you're gone, right? <laughs> as opposed Thank to... Thank you don't have those restrictions. Yeah, as opposed the to... The whole performance and uh, you're gone, you know, they don't correlate. Yeah, exactly right. Q and Westplex 107.1. Right, you're exactly Thank right. Thank goodness. Because I suck and I'm still on the air, so there's something wrong with that, right? No, because if you weren't on the air, I wouldn't be on the air. And that would be a travesty. No, you would be on the air, because like I said, I'm put you on the air by yourself. So that's the whole thing. That's what I do. Put you on the air by yourself. Hey, now it's the Shelly Show. Yes. Yeah, the Shelly Show. God, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. All sorts of goofy stuff. Crazy things happened to me. I got attacked by a utility truck that threw an Eagle cooler at me yesterday. <laughs> is... I saw that on your Facebook page. That was a cute little video. It I was got, awesome. I got my Eagle cooler, you know? I mean, after the guy cut me off. You've always wanted one. You have told me I always wanted an Eagle cooler. Igloo cooler. Actually, it's my second one. I have another one, but that's a whole other story. But, when but it I... doesn't look like that one. That one looks almost brand new. It does. It's not in bad shape either after falling off no. the back of the truck. I'll tell you that story later. Uh, Shelly, you can still uh, contact. You know what? I had somebody yesterday say you're making that up about the poop line i go no i'm not try it and they wouldn't try it you can you know shelly has the thing every day where uh she changes it up every day and she has her own line it's fourth uh, excuse me 636-400-POOP 636-400-P-O-O-P and then she she decided over the weekend she called me she says you know I love the way this poop line thing's going. We need another one. So I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not what I said. <laughs> okay. We have the... Let's, let's be clear on that. We have the second one, which is 4-8-Pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A. And when you dial the 4-8-Pizza number, uh, or just like that. Hold on, I'm going to hit my phone. Back to and punt. Yeah, you, you hear Shelly, another word of wisdom on that. That's the, the pizza line. 40-40. What did I say? 4-8-Pizza? Yep, four eight pizza six three six six three six four eight pizza. So we got the six three six four hundred poop line and the six three six six three six four eight pizza line. Shelly is just knocking them dead, knocking them dead. <laughs> I'm I'm doing something. I don't know if it's knocking them dead. Okay, I'm going to ask you something, and and you know you and I oh, both. Oh, please been, do because you know I love well, no, no, love, and, love and your questions. This, this is an honest honest question. We'll talk about it throughout the morning. So okay. here we are, September first. We're less than two months away from the election. Okay. Uh-huh. Why doesn't it feel like an election year to 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 me? 
I mean, I mean, am I just like because there's nobody advertising on our station? Well, no, no, that's part of it. But but why doesn't it? I mean, I mean, what's going on? I mean, to the point where because the whole world is in um, an upheaval, and we're trying to adapt. We already pivoted. Now we're trying to adapt, and um, yeah, it's it's just I think the both parties are you know, sniping at each other instead of trying to come through with a collective, cohesive message. And um, that's why I think that it doesn't feel like an election year. Well, next hour, um, I will, I will, uh, um, you know, I should run for president on this platform. Next hour in the seven o'clock hour. By the way, do we have a 730 guest? Is that firmed up or is that not? Oh, um, it is not. It is not confirmed. And I am working on that. Okay. Uh, okay, so I know a plan accordingly. Okay, in the 7 o'clock yes. hour, I will give my explanation of how I could solve all the problems we've been having in Portland, Seattle, Kenosha, now Los Angeles. I can solve all those problems. It's called the police, letting the police do their job. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's about more training, and we'll talk about that next hour. Okay. Like RoboCop. No, 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 no. More training. See, I, I have the solution to the problem, and people don't well, believe me, and... It was taught to me by, of all people, my son, my oldest son. My son taught me this. Recently or over the years? Uh, three, four years ago. And, and, and because of the fact that, that of, of what he was taught. And I think it's very, 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 very valuable lesson. And, you know, once again, I, it's, it's, and it's so simple. It's so simple that people will just, when I, when I explain it, people go, oh, no, he's nuts. But you know what? When you sometimes it's to the point where it's like I had I had this discussion with somebody yesterday, okay? And you and I've talked about this on the air, and I found this whole thing fascinating. I've done research on it, I and I know about the two doctors and the whole bit, okay? If and and you know you know what I'm talking about as far as ulcers. Years ago, there was a belief that if you had a high stress job or if you were under stress all the time, that stress caused ulcers. That's and, true. They and, they did believe right. that that was the right the the. The thing that people knew. And yes. if you watch any of these movies from the 50s and 60s with Doris Day and Rock Hudson and people like that, and he's the executive and she's the stay-at-home wife, and oh, he's got a tough job, and oh, he's got to drink milk because his, his stress of his job is causing him his ulcers. Okay, years ago, I think like 30 years ago, a doctor came along and go, eh, it's not stress, it's a bacteria that gets in people's stomachs. And for 10 years... Actually, it was two doctors for 10 years. These guys were made fun of in the medical community. They don't know what they're talking about. Everybody knows that stress is, is cause, I mean, that stress causes ulcers. And if you, you know, if you relax and you drink milk and then they proved it to the world that stress is caused by bacteria. And as a result of people, you know, suffering for, for sometimes months and years with ulcers and eat, drinking milk and watching what they ate, these guys came out, you know, showed, hey, if you take this medicine, it kills the bacteria and boom, your ulcers are gone in like, you know, two to four weeks. And, and for a long time, everybody thought they were quacks. And then all of a sudden, everybody stood back and went, whoa, these guys got it right. Because when they started testing patients and having these patients come in with ulcers, they gave them, well, let's try these two quack doctors. Let's try this medicine. And boom, ulcers were gone. So now it's totally changed is how they treat ulcers. If you have an ulcer, if you go to your doctor and they diagnose you with ulcer, they don't say, well, you need to take a week off from work and you need to lay on the beach and you need to drink milk and you need to sit at home all day long. And they say, hey, here's a prescription. <laughs> go, go get this medicine. Take it for two weeks. Come back and see me and it should be gone and that's how things have changed that is the earth-shattering stuff i'm going to give next hour 
Are you ready well, for that Well, we will show? be enlightened. I'm excited. Are you ready for that? Matter of fact, I have to tell you that it's a little bit tight in the studio here this morning because the CNN crew, the Fox crew, all the local TV stations are all here in the studio. They're all taping, and they're getting ready for me to do this revelation next hour. Hey, don't step on that. Don't touch that. Don't. God. That is important. Do not pull that out of the wall. You just can't trust these guys. We'll be back. No, it's, they're always touching things. Yeah, it's 620. <laughs> There's a line there, but I don't use it. It's 624. Right. Westplex 107.1, something new from Jason Derulo. And you know what's sort of interesting about all of Jace, Jason Derulo's songs? He, say, he says his name in them. Yes, at the beginning. I didn't hear it in there, though. Oh, here, hold on. At the very beginning. Hold on. Here here we go. Let me see if I can oh, recue it. Oh, he likes it. to just get it out of the way. Well, let me see. And what was it? Hold on. Hold on. Say something for a minute. Something for a minute. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Here, let me, let me. I know that's not what you meant. Let me play it. It's S0, S0, <laughs> three, five, four, zero, I believe. Is that right? No, hold on. Four one. Okay, that's right. I screwed up on that. I put that in right originally. No, you did not. Did. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Right from the beginning. I like like it's only six, four, five seconds in. Here we go. Okay. Right there. <laughs> oh, it, it sure did, didn't it? <laughs> does it? That's his like that's like his trademark. He does that in all his songs. His names in all his songs. I'm thinking, that's you know, and one thing that's sort of cool. You know what I mean? It's I mean, some people go, oh, he's an egotist. You know, he's like he's pro- like President Trump. You know, <laughs> no, I just think it's sort of an interesting little. Then now there used to be he used to be with it was a music producer that's that I think f- sort of found him so to speak or discovered him and the the they used to have the name of the producer can't remember the guy's name and jason derulo in there as well too that's why they used to always do it there were two names at the beginning of all the songs there was a guy with a deep voice that did the he was like one of these guys he did the producer's voice and then it was jason derulo jason derulo and he'd say things like that anyway good morning to you it is bs in the morning i'm shelly she's brad weather's coming up uh yesterday was uh sort of overcast uh for most of the day sun came out pretty nice uh you know what today we've hit september 1st and i have to tell you that normally uh with the weather the way it is in the uh, stl uh, once we hit september i'm like okay if i can get another 30 days out of my air conditioner Life will be good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if the air con will just... I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> if, the air, if the compressor will just keep compressing and the blower will just keep blowing for 30 more days, I'll be a happy camper because I made it through another year of running R22. And, <laughs> and every year, you know, I have one. I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about this. It's going to jinx myself. I have one air conditioner that's been online since 1969 okay if you can believe that okay 69 and the thing still runs well how many was that 50 years 50 years 51 years yeah 51 years holy cow holy cow you know, it's it's uh, it's it gets another 35 years and it'll be my age. Anyway, the complete forecast with uh, with our favorite person and her name is Jennifer Wojcicki. It's coming up. Okay. I ask you this all the time, and you're not probably the best person to uh, ask this about. But are you are you paying much attention to sports right now? Are you paying much attention to football? I mean, you know, because they're supposed to start here soon. Are you paying much attention to baseball, basketball? I mean, obviously hockey. The Blues are out of it, so our interest. I mean, it's to the point where it just doesn't seem like 
there's anything really going on. Except, did you see this that we made the national news the other day? I wish they sort of embarrassing. Big national news. Was it news. a good thing? Well, it was, but then it turned out to be a bad thing. Of and course game, it did. What's game, up? On Sunday, there was a double play. And I don't know if you know how when they score double plays, they, they have like the numbers of the, the, the players, the pitchers one, catchers number two, first baseman's number three, and they, and they show the double play by like, you know, like, you know, five, two, one, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Okay, there was a play that they claim was never, ever, ever executed in history. The first time in the history, recorded history at least, of baseball where this happened, uh, on the game on Sunday with Yadier Molina. Okay. The ball was hit, I believe, to there was a man on third and a man on second, if I'm not mistaken. And there was a ball hit to one of the infielders, I think the first baseman. He grabbed the ball, threw it to threw it home to Yadi. Yadi chased the guy up the baseline because there was a guy trying to come home score. He chased him, tagged him out then through to second base, and the second baseman tagged him out. But it wasn't the second baseman. The center fielder came in and was covering second base because the second baseman was between third and second. So the uh, center fielder came in from center fielder and covered second base, and he got the ball and tagged out the runner who was trying to advance to third. And that was the first time ever where you had a play It was – a double play recorded as first baseman to catcher to center fielder. Because normally when you have double plays, it's all, you know, for the most part, the, you know, it's it's, inner sanctum, right? It's the infield guys. You know I mean? Like, you know, there's a ground ball hit the shortstop, shortstop throws to second baseman, second baseman throws the first, which is the most common double play. Um, Or, you know, you can have a double play where, where like, you know, runner is leading off um, the the base, uh, hits a line drive to the pitcher The you know, the batter's instantly out, the runner's off the base, the pitcher throws to the first baseman who, you know, because the runner hadn't tagged up, he's out. But this was the first time. There was ever a double play involving the first baseman, the catcher, and the third base, and the, the and the center fielder in that order. And that's the important aspect of it is because of the fact that typically you could have a double play with the center fielder starting it out. So in other words, you know, there, let's say there was a ball hit uh, out like a fly ball, same kind of deal, hit out to the center fielder. He caught it in the fly, and then the guy had tag, hadn't tagged up, and he threw to like the third or second or first baseman, boom, double play. But this was a double play where it was this, the center fielder who was the last person, and it's never been done in the history of baseball. Now, and then the problem was that you know Yadier was like a big hero but then later in the game he he had a base running blunder and they say that's what lost us the game so it's like okay good bad you know he's you know he did something great then he screwed up you know and if you do that like if like if you're like a if you're like a husband and you do something nice for your wife and then you do something stupid isn't that like sort? Doesn't that sort of like equalize things out? And aren't you just sort of like even? You know what I'm saying? No, it cancels the good out. <laughs> oh, it cancels the good out. Is that what it is? Yes. So, <laughs> I would say it's like it's like it's like okay, it's like if it's you do something bad, then you do something good, and it's like okay, everything's just right. But you say it cancels the good out, and it's just bad, right? Yes. Wow. God, I'm glad we had this talk show. It all show. depends. It's 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 semantics. You know, it all depends. On what the good was and what the bad was. I think like, I met. Honey, I put up the dishes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But then I, um, you know, flooded the the um, laundry room. That's bad. So the dishes 
so the laundry flooding the laundry room outweighs the dishes. Okay. By the way, no? well, yeah, I agree. Smartest woman in the world uh, told me that uh, the song that I played, that Jason Derulo song, which is interesting, and she's right. The interesting part about that song is that J-Lo used music uh, composition in a TikTok about four months ago. There are so many songs that are made popular on TikTok that become hits on the radio. I mean, it's just bizarre what's happened with that. And it used to be, you know, YouTube, you know, people, oh, that song's so good, and it comes out on YouTube. Now it's all these songs that people use for, like, goofy dances and things like that on TikTok, and then they become big hits. So, no? Yeah, TikTok, time suck. That's what it means to me. <laughs> oh, look, it's 642. <laughs> Listen to you. Big time suck. Yep. Plus, plus 107.1. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to say, that's pretty cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I despised that song up a little bit. <laughs> and that was Shelly. You did. You did. <laughs> well, how could it not be spiced up with saying super lonely? <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> that was Shelly doing the. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Thank you for doinking that. And that did was, you give it five doinks and or just was, one? That was, that, you, you know, you know what I, th- you know what I've discovered is it, that was Joe Biden doing the. Yeah. <laughs> one. You know what I really miss about this election cycle? Uh, truth and honesty. No, we don't have, and, and maybe um, some humanity. We don't have all the names. Remember how, like, like you know, like you know, Trump had all the names for like you know, low energy, uh, Jeb Bush, and 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 what was it? What was it? The uh, uh, what do you call Marco Rubio? Little Marco, and <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and, and 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 the one that I've heard that I'm surprised that Trump doesn't use is I've heard a couple people, you know, because of the fact that that Joe Biden's always in his basement hiding Biden. And you know, I, I, I Biden Biden. Yeah, Hayden Biden. You said that. I heard that on one of the on one of the other shows, one of the radio shows the other day, um, where I was listening to one of the guys. Well, you know, he's saying, yeah, Hayden Biden, and it wasn't a political show. I think I heard it on WIL. They called him Hayden Biden. You know, and and when you think about this, okay, like. Yesterday, he goes somewhere. Where did he go yesterday? He go to Philadelphia or someplace like that. He gets off the plane, you know, does, you know, stands up in front of a group of people, does his little, you know, little, you know, you know, you know, Trump's a jerk, Trump's stupid, you know, Republicans are all trying to, you know, you know, put you back into the 18th century and vote for me and things will be great. And then he leaves and nobody's able to talk to him. <laughs> it's going like, you know, and like. That's for, because I think he's the double. Well, no. And, and like the same thing. Like, when's the last time you heard Kamala Harris stand up in front of a group of people and take questions? Matter of fact, there was this one thing. I've never heard her. Well, there was a couple weeks ago where they had something where they had Joe and Kamala sitting at these desks. They were signing something. I think it was like they were signing their, 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 their oath that they're going to change the country or something like that. And what the people who put on the Biden people didn't realize is that they thought it was just, you know, the press corps there, you know, taping it for, you know, news and putting it on the Internet and stuff like that. But one of the TV networks, I might have been MSNBC, was running it live. And when they got done with the, you know, the the, the scripted part of this presentation, one of the campaign managers for for uh, uh, Biden gets in front of the cameras. Okay, that's it. We're done. Everybody, you know, shut up. You know, leave. Bye. And and it went on the air, and it really made him look bad. Like, okay, you can't talk to the guy. You know, I mean. I guess, and, and, and then Nancy Pelosi comes out last week and says, we don't think that Joe Biden should debate Donald Trump, you know, and she used one of my favorite words, skullduggery. 
She said, you know, <laughs> she said that, that, that Trump is up to skullduggery. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Anybody who's up to skullduggery in my book, they're okay. You know what I mean? If someone says, well, I went down to City Hall and the mayor's up to skullduggery. I'm going like, ooh, I like that mayor. You know, because who uses skullduggery? It's like you had that post on your Facebook page, remember, that had all the words that your mom and dad uh-huh, used, uh-huh. which nobody uses anymore. Throw a couple no. of them. You, you, had, you remember a bunch of them. There were like, well, there was like flibbity-jibbity and, and, and skullduggery. And what was a couple of the other ones on there? It was funny because... Oh. You know, because it was all these words that I remember my mom saying that nobody says anymore. You know, it's like there's a whole piece of language that, you know, that that a whole section of of the dictionary that like people ripped out when our parents moved on. You know what I'm saying? I do. And and our kids will say that about me. You know? No, they won't. Yeah. Well, the, my kids don't even talk. There's about a lot of anymore. words though that you use that um, people don't use anymore. That I use? Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Skullduggery. I love that word. Skullduggery. Flibbity jibbity. I was like topsy turvy. Topsy turvy. That was one of them. Topsy turvy. Yes. You know, and it's and I'm going like, okay, it's a whole set of of the English language. And you know what's interesting is if you read some of this old stuff, like if you ever, you know, and for example, if you ever read like the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence, it's not as bad as some of the stuff that you're going like. People used to talk like this. You know what I mean? And and it's even and what it's always sort of frustrated me that the legal system okay why can't you you know put in a legal brief that's in front of the court you know joe smith drove down the highway pulled in front of jill you know jones and caused an accident causing bodily injury it's like the party of the first part who was was traversing southward on a state highway you know it's like no nobody talks like that you know just put it in regular english right ain't nobody does that (laughs) Hold on a minute. I I, have I to, still love him. I, I I have to switch. I have to switch pages for that. Here, hold. Is this one? Oh no, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's Dwayne Murray. That's Dave Murray. You know, people don't know, but he has a twin brother. And Dwayne Murray is also a meteorologist. He has a little bit different outlook on the word, on the world. But and and you know what? And he, by the way, you know who he's married to? No. Dwayne Murray. No. I'll I'll play you um, just a snippet of her, and then you'll realize what's going on here. Okay, Dwayne Murray is married to this person. She's 12, Brad. I doubt it. <laughs> well, she's way ahead ew. of her time in a lot of things. She's way ahead of her time politically. But, she is, <laughs> but ew. Oh, wrong one. You sure do like that. I can't, I can't find it. Okay, here it is. Hold on. That's it. Okay, Mr. 12-year-old. Do the fox one. Shelly. Hold on. That's my favorite. Oh, no, no hold on, hold on. that's Sharon. Shelly. Shelly, it's getting hot in my studio. What do you think the problem is? <laughs> do the, do the, do the, um. <laughs> I love that one. Because I like the song, which you don't play. Why is that exactly?
And speaking of Shelly with her I neighbors. I actually do that, only there's usually a carpet underneath. <laughs> That's what they do to babies. I don't know if that's what they do to babies. Are you having fun? Oh, that's oh, my oh, daughter. Look, it's six fifty nine. Oh, hey, Amanda. Hey, happy birthday, Amanda. Oh, okay, Amanda, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Amanda. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> look, it's six fifty nine now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was having fun. Okay. I could tell that you were having fun, but... <laughs> okay. What time is it? 6.59. Westplex 107.1. I like that. AJR. Bang, 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 bang. 7.07. I good like morning. song. Go it makes you want to dance. It's too slow Show to dance. dance, too. No. It's like a... maybe No, like it's a, not. It's like a cabaret dance. Like a kick line kind of dance, like right? Like Liza Minnelli. I could see her dancing. Really? Sort of slow. Yes. Sort of slow. It has a slow beat to it. It's not really fast. The video's weird. It doesn't weird. matter. The video's weird. The video we- is, is all it is is just they zoom in and out on the three brothers, AJR, uh, playing uh, craps at a crap table, you know, dice. And every time they zoom out, the people are dressed differently. And they zoom in and they dress out. They zoom out and they're dressed differently again. It's like, okay, don't know about this one. But I don't know. It's certainly interesting. I wonder how they did it. But, you know, who knows? <laughs> you never know. Okay. I have a question. That you know how you have these questions that you ponder sometimes, and I, I have them all the time. Well, I, I'm a daily ponderer. I want to throw this out to you because of the fact that maybe you can help me with this because I heard this. This was this was uh, this question was was put out on another radio station, and I thought to myself, you know what? That's an excellent question, and I don't know the answer. I think I'll ask Shelley. Yeah, well, yeah, no. because I'm I'm the end all be all to. Oh yeah. S- the second, anyway, go. The second smartest woman in the world behind the smartest woman in the world. Okay, so you know what a Smurf is, right? I do. Okay, so I happen to have a couple. Okay, so let's say you catch a Smurf and you choke it. What color does it turn? Purple. <laughs> you sure? Yes. <laughs> I heard that the other day. I thought to myself, "That's funny." You didn't think that was funny? If you choke I did sm- think it was funny, but you, they do turn purple. If you choke a Smurf, what color do they turn? Because, you know, if you choke a person, they turn blue, right? So, And then they turn purple because nobody's giving them the Heimlich. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. Um, See, you had to ask. I will give now. In Shelly Shelley World, that made perfect sense. Okay, everybody turn on your Zoom invitation I sent you. Class is now in session, okay? Okay. I will tell you how we can solve all these crazy weird problems the problems in portland and kenosha and seattle and chicago and and now los angeles here's the solution to all these problems okay they talk about police training police need more training police need more training the civilians need more training and my son of all people my oldest son turned me on to this he worked for a guy for a while who was a police officer and one day the police officer said he said, you know, we wouldn't have problems if people would just be trained to be properly approached by a police officer. And it sort of got my attention. So my son tells me the story that one day he's out driving around and, you know, he's like Shelly. He's like the speed limit says, you know, 40. That's plus or minus 20 to him. You know, he can go as slow as 20, as fast as 60. So I think he was out on Manchester, out in like Ellisville or something like that. 
don't know the exact muni. You know, it's sort of like, you know, Manchester's like you drive a couple miles and you're in town and country and then you're in this and then you're in that. Okay, so he's driving and he's speeding. And a police officer pulls him over. So my son puts his training into use. What does he do? He takes the I keys. I know what he does. He takes the keys out of the ignition, puts them on the dashboard, puts both of his hands on the steering wheel, top of the steering wheel, like not 10 and 2, but like, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, 11 and 1, 12 and 1, whatever you want to call it. He's got his hands on the top, top of the steering wheel, and he is looking forward through the windshield as the police officer, you know, approaches him. And the police officer says, uh, sir, can I see your driver's license? And my son says, because he was carrying his legal concealed carry, and he says to the officer, officer, I just want you to know that I am carrying a weapon, and it's 3 o'clock. And the officer says, okay, where is your ID? And my son says, it's at 6 o'clock in my back pocket. Do you mind me reaching back there to get my ID? And the officer says, no, go ahead. So my son reaches back, pulls out his wallet out of his back pocket of his pants, pulls out, you know, his driver's license, hands, and he says, and, and he says, here's, here's his officer, I will put my hands back on the steering wheel. And the officer says, okay, fine. Police officer goes back to his car, runs his driver's license, comes back up to him and says, you know, you were doing 18 miles an hour over the speed limit, but you absolutely positively nailed it as far as the right things to do when you're pulled over by a police officer, so I'm not going to give you a ticket. That was good. Now. Instead of him saying, don't you know who I am? <laughs> or, or, hey, you know, and fumbling around. Now, think about that for a minute. And, and you know what? And I know I'm going to get grief for this. But, the you know, the guy who got shot in Kenosha. Okay, look, I get it. He got, he got shot seven times in the back. Not a good situation. But if you watch no. the whole video. I think the first three probably would have done the job. Well, if you watch the video, he's got one point in time, he's got one of the police officers in a headlock. You know, I mean, once again, the whole thing would have stopped if the police come up and say, sir, you know, you know, and he was wasn't in his car. He was outside of his car. And if he would have just said, you know, it's stood at attention. Yes, sir. You know, uh, yes, officer. You know, I mean, how many times do you see this? And if you ever watch like cops, which they took off the air, you know, I mean, it's like the same thing. I mean, you see these guys, cop pull somebody over and a guy comes busting out of the car. Okay, you're a police officer. What do you think? You're going like, whoa, 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 this is not going to be good. So already you're like on, you know, like, you know, the hair in the back of your neck standing up. You're going like, whoa, whoa, you know. And once again, instead of training the police officers, the same situation. The guy in Minneapolis, okay, once again, you know, he resisted arrest at first and then came out, come out, he's got like, he's like almost got a near dose of fentanyl in his bloodstream and the whole bit. You know, once again, people bring stuff on like that, you know, and think about it in a personal relationship. If you're in a parking lot and somebody comes up to you and says, hey, you stupid, blah, 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 you know, your car's hanging over the line a little bit and I couldn't get my car out of the parking space. You know, instinctively, you're going to go, okay, this is, you know, this might turn nasty. But if the person comes up to you and says, ma'am, can I ask you a favor? You parked your car a little bit over the line, and I'm having a tough time getting into my passenger door. Would you mind, like, maybe backing up and maybe putting your car, you know, a little bit more in the middle of the parking space? What are you going to do? You're going to go like, okay, no problem, right? Yes. So I say that 
Instead, all this goofy stuff that you take on your driver's license test. How many feet should you be when you dim your bright headlights? How many times should your turn signal, you know, click before you make a left turn? You know, what's the number of feet that uh, when you press your brake at 60 miles an hour, how many feet on the average does it take a car to decelerate to 20 miles an hour? Instead, put this stuff on there. When a police officer pulls you over, what should you do? A, get out of the car and punch him. B, sit in your car, put your hands on the steering wheel. C, none of the above. Oh, that's easy. It's B. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. You know, I mean, like, and, you know, like, if if police officer ask you for your driver's license, what you should do? Tell him to go himself. B, you know, comply and ask him first if it's okay if you reach into your pocket to get your driver's license. C, get in your car and speed away. Okay. B, you know. B, there's a lots of bubba bubba bubbas. I mean, I mean, like, come on, you know. And and once again, I worked for a police department, and I heard cops talk about this all the time. You know, they talk about like a lot of times. You know, I mean, I remember the one time, one one of the guys that I worked with, he had this lady he pulled over, and. <laughs> It was actually almost like a comedy routine the way he told it. He pulls this lady over. It's in the winter. And he pulls this lady over. And and he goes up to the car. And she's already just yakking at him. What in the world are you doing pulling me over? You know, what are you doing? Is it boring? What is I doing? Three miles an hour of the speed limit? Is it two days before my license plates expire? You know, are, are, my, are my taillights not visible? You know, what are you pulling me over for? And he smiles. He says, ma'am. Your coat's hanging out the door, and I just didn't want to see it get all torn up when you're driving down the highway. <laughs> and I thought to myself, he told that story, I thought to myself, pretty funny. You know, once again, he's pulling somebody over, you know, I mean, to, to try to help. Trying to be kind. <laughs> right. You know, her, you know, and how many times have you seen that where you see somebody driving, and especially, and I don't mean to say men, because men don't usually wear like long coats anymore, but women, you know, women wear longer clothes or like dress. I saw a lady driving down a highway once and she had like, I guess she was wearing like, you know, like a, we talked about this the other day, what, like, what do we call that? The house dress or the moo-moo, whatever we're call, talking about? Yes, Okay, yes. and some of those are real billowy at the bottom, almost like a, like, like, like a sundress. Isn't a sundress like sort of really billowy at the bottom? You know, has a lot of material down at the bottom, right? No? A Remember? sundress? Yeah, isn't you it? You mean the, with ruffles? Well, I mean, it, a sundress, isn't that like sort of a, a you know, the a top of A sundress is just something with spaghetti straps. No, but it usually has, it's not like a short skirt, it's a long skirt, isn't it? Like a sundress, like a short, like That's a long... That's a maxi. That's a maxi dress. Whatever it is. I mean, you know, I've seen women driving down the highway with part of their dress hanging out the door. You know, and you want to go like, yeah. or, or there's this guy. I saw. Or their seatbelt. Really, the seatbelt should be on. That's a, that's a dead giveaway that you're not wearing your seatbelt. If it's hanging out the door, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. The police pull you over. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you didn't have your seatbelt. Were you on. wearing your seatbelt, ma'am? <laughs> and they go, well, yeah, I was. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, no, I'm sorry, you weren't wearing your seatbelt because it's hanging out the door. So yes. that's my solution to all these problems. You teach, res- and for for the sake for for the love of everything sacred, do not get out of the car. Well, and it, and once Unless again, my, my my son told me this whole thing, and this was a cop that you know that had been around the block a few times, and 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 you know it's funny because because it happened to me. I don't know if I ever told you my goofy airport story. What is that? 
one night I went to FedEx on the north side of the airport because it was past the regular FedEx time. I had to get something shipped out the next day, and you can go to the FedEx as late as like, it used to be 10 o'clock, I think it's 9.30 or 9.45, and the terminal's on the north side of the airport. So it was like, you know, it was in the summer, and it was probably about, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock, and the sun was starting to set, and there's that part of McDonald, where, uh, McDonald Boulevard where if you come out of um, the terminal where you go all the way around the end of the runway, you go way out toward 170, and then you came way, way back in, you, could, you cross over 70, you know what I'm talking about? And they, they made it even further out. They extended it further out. You know what I'm talking about on the east end of the runway where McDonald yes. goes around? It's like a half circle where you go around the end of the runway. Okay, so yes. I'm in my little car. There's I, actually um, a loop that goes around the total airport where you don't have to get on. We have to be in the in the airport. Yeah, but, well, that's um, not for... There's a, there's that's, a road that goes around the complete airport right, but that's around n- all runways, so you don't have to go on the runway. But that's it's not, called the Lawson Loop, affectionately. Well, that's not for civilian use, because if you, no. if you get out there... No, that's for you'll be people sh- that are supposed you, to be on the runway. Right, you'll be shot if you get out there, but that's a whole other story. That is okay. true. They will so, engage. So I pull out. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I just leave the FedEx terminal, and I'm, I'm, I'm driving just a little bit past the FedEx terminal, you know, towards 70. Had to make the big loop out to the left that. And the sunset was beautiful, just beautiful. So I grab my phone and I get out of the car and I walk up to the fence and I take some pictures and I get up right to the fence so I can put the lens between the links of the fence, you know what I mean? So I can get this beautiful picture of, of the runway and the light, you know, the sun was like bouncing off the runway and the whole bit. And I'm up against the fence and then I hear this electronic horn and I turn around and there's a cop right behind my car and he motions me over to his car and he's really giving me a rough time you know what are you doing you know you're not supposed to be up against the fence security you know and I said to him officer I was taking some pictures and by the way I am carrying and I have a gun at three o'clock and he looks at me says you do do you I go yes sir and he says okay give me your driver's license so I gave him my driver's license, and I said to him, I said, my driver's license is in my left shirt pocket. Do you mind me getting it? And, and this is after my son told me this, like about a couple months later. And, I, you know, and he says, go ahead. And I'm standing next to the police car. So I pull my driver's license out of my shirt pocket, hand it to him, and he says, um, you know, you're not supposed to be up against the fence like that. And I go, yeah, I know. He says, and uh, appreciate you telling me about your gun. I said, okay. And he says, uh, get out of here. <laughs> I did. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I'm going like, I'm going like, okay, you know, one of those things. And and you know what? And he and after I told him that, the whole attitude changed. He was very respectful to me. And I'm going like, okay, I get it. You know, it works both ways. It's just like it's like it's like basic human one on one. If you walk into a store and you start, you know, giving the the clerks, or if you go to you know a restaurant and you start giving the waiter or waitress grief from the get go, you know. Better watch out what's in your food, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. That is so true. You never want to upset your waiter or waitress. Right. That's, ever. Right. That's nope. not. But once again, it's like, why do people 
have to be jerks? And why can't people take like a basic understanding of human nature and that like, you know, once again, a police officer is an is a person of authority. You may not like them. You may not like the fact that that they're pulling you over or asking you questions and things like that. But guess what? That's their job and they're doing their job. And if you want to escalate things, you can escalate it really quick. If you want to de-escalate it, just take, you know, I should go into business. Brad's, you know, I, you know, this, you know, here's what it is. You know, like if you get in trouble, feel like you're driving drunk, you have to go to say top classes. You know what say top is? I do. Suck. I don't know what it stands for, but I do know what it is. It's, it's Substan- driving classes. Substan- traffic no, class. it's traffic class. substance abuse traffic offenders program. If you get oh, okay. if you get nailed for driving under the influence, you know, drugs, whatever, you have to go to say top. Okay. Mm-hmm. We should call this Brad Top. And Brad Top is I teach the class on, okay, now let's all sit in our seats and we'll pretend we're in the front seat of the car and I'm the police officer. Okay, Susie, I'm walking up to your door. Here I am. I'm next to your door. What do you say? Good evening, officer. My hands are on the dashboard. Keys are on the dashboard as well, too. Okay, where's your driver's license? It's in my purse. Can I reach over to the driver's seat and grab it? Yes, you can. See, now I would have to say, it's in my girl's. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) 723. Westplex 107.1. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not going to work. Okay, we're going to have to punt on this, Shelly. You there? I am. Tried to get a guest on the air, but it's not going to work. Okay, uh, we maybe get it rescheduled for tomorrow. I think we can do that. We can. Okay, mm-hmm. see if we can get him going for tomorrow. Okay. You're not upset with me, are you? I think we should give it one more try. I just tried four times. I know. Can he call you? No, no, it won't. It won't work on inbound. Okay. I have to call out. Okay. I know that's a funky system, but that that gives us the best. It's a funky. How funky is your system? How funky is your system? Don't take this the wrong way, but for some reason, the calls sound much better on the air. If I call out, I guess it has to do with switching or I don't know exactly how the calls are routed and that kind of good stuff. But uh, sometimes when we have people call in, the calls are really ragged. You know what I mean? I mean, they just don't sound good. And we're trying to get good quality audio on the, on the air. You know, we're trying to make everything sound just perfect so it sounds really good on the air so can people understand what we're saying. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> anyway, well, can, so you're, what's, is, are you texting him? He can't, he can't get the phone to work or what's the deal? Yeah, he's having problems with his call in. Okay. His phone's not ringing. Okay. Okay, well, we'll try to pick him up tomorrow, okay? And can, can you t- see if we can do the same, same time, same bat channel, all that kind of good stuff? Yes. Okay, weather's coming up, and that will be with our meteorologist, Jennifer. Wojcicki. Uh, President, uh, I was going to say President Nixon, where'd that come from? President Trump is going to Kenosha, okay? I'm going to ask you a question. I know this borders on to being like hyper-political, but if, you, if your city was sort of being torn up by rioters, and the president said, hey, I'll send in some, you know, of our uh, people that work for the federal government to help you control things. Wouldn't you say, gee, I thought you'd never call. Send those people in. Wouldn't you? Say that one more time. If, the, if your city was being torn up, like let's say the city of St. Louis was under like 95 days Siege, of riot. it is. Okay. And... 
and the police can't control it. And, you know, President Trump calls Lida Cruz and says, Lida, things are trouble there in St. Louis. I'm going to send in some troops. Said, okay, no, keep your troops away. We don't want any of your federal people here. I mean, what does that say? I mean, you know, I mean, like to the point where if your house is on fire and you're, you're trying to put it out with a spray bottle of Windex and your next door neighbor just happened to be happens to be a fireman and he collects fire hoses and he's got a fire hose and he says, hey, before the fire department gets here, I'll pull one of my fire hoses out and I'll put your house out. I go, oh, no, no, no. I'm doing just fine with my Windex bottle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's one of those things. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you start to scratch your head and go like, I don't quite understand this. You know, and, and the deal to me is, is like we complain about, about the publicity of like St. Louis and everything. Every time something bad happens, people go, oh, there's St. Louis again. Terrible place to live. Crime. You know, the whole bit. Yet, would you, if someone called you up right now and said, hey, Shelly. I've got a great new job for you. You don't have to be on the air with that stupid Brad anymore. We're going to pay you $250,000 a year. The only problem is you have to relocate to Portland, Oregon, and you're going to be in the downtown area right near the federal building. Is that okay with you? What would you say? Well, first of all, I'm not going anywhere, so I would probably say no. But? And not because of Portland and the downtown area. I actually would go there, but I, I, I like my little gig here so i I wouldn't leave i just don't uh, you know i mean you and i work in advertising and marketing we work all day to try to promote people's seven days a week we do and try to promote people you know that are you know doing a service uh, selling a product you know whatever the situation is we try to to you know having events we try to help you know when we used to have events uh, we try to help people (laughs) promote their businesses and things like that and and all it takes is one goofy, stupid little thing to come up where, you know, he says, well, I heard the parking's bad at that location, so I'm not going. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, parking sucks there. You know what I mean? Oh, we're not going. You know, people are spoiled. They want to drive up to the right to the door, you know? They do. Right, yeah. People, right. are, well, but people the, are funny about that kind of stuff. Well, the point I'm making is, is that if you got a city that's under siege night after night after night, I don't think there are too many people who are going like, hey, let's go on vacation. Let's go to Portland. You know, I mean, unless. And you know what? I've heard that Portland, Oregon is one of the most beautiful, breathtaking places there is. I don't think you'd know it from what's going on there now, you know? No, well, you wouldn't know that about St. Louis either, well, or Chicago for that matter. Well, we, we, you know, we've got our problems, you know? I mean, but but it's not like every single night. It's like, you know, I mean, crazy stuff that's going on. You know, anyway, so Trump's going to Kenosha. The mayor says, stay away. The governor says, stay away. He tried to set up a meeting with the guy, the family that, that you know, the, of the, of the one the police shot. They won't talk to him. I'm going like, okay, hold on. I mean, if... If something bad happened to you and the president called up and said, hey, Shelly, I'm coming to visit you, wouldn't you say, hey, fine, meet you at the airport. I'll drive you out to my house, right? Actually, I would rent a limousine for him. <laughs> He's got his own limousine. but <laughs> I know, but he doesn't take it with him. Yeah, he does. They put it on the plane. Didn't you know oh, that? Oh, they do not. Oh, honest to goodness, that's what they do. No, they don't. I swear to the man upstairs, they put it on a C-130 transport. I've seen it land out at Lambert. 
I'm telling really? you. Oh yeah, they yeah, put yeah. the beast on an airplane. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they fly it in. There's there's I don't I think there's more than one. I think you know there's not just one. And it there's an advanced crew that flies in. It's like a C-141 or I, I you know my my one friend who's in the Air Force could tell me this because I think that that was for a while. I think that was actually done. Uh, handled out of um, Scott Air Force Base because Scott Air Force Base has the military airlift command. I do believe, I, I think I'm getting this right that at one point in time, I don't know if it's still the way, but part of the military airlift command was in charge of moving the presidential vehicles around the country. So when he shows up in St. Louis, his advanced crew of Secret Service guys, they get here a couple of days early, check things out, you know, you know, deal with the local police departments. Okay, we're going to need you for traffic here. You know, we need your guys to support us here. You know, your SWAT team should be on alert, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then they fly in. I believe it's a C-130. And the, the beast, the big old presidential limousine, comes out with a couple other Secret Service vehicles. And boom, away they go. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's SOP, man. I'm telling you. That's what they do. SOP. It's a SOP? Yes. Or is it a SIP? No, it's... what Specific it, in phase. No. Standard operating procedure. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll sorry. look it up. I'll look it up. I'm the pretty, FAA is still inbred in me. I'm pretty sure I can find pictures of it, of like them, you know, uh, offloading the the presidential limousine. And I, like I said, I believe... Um, you know, I got two people I know used to work over at Scott Air Force Base. I'll see if I can text one of them. And um, um, I know a guy that worked there for a long time as a civilian employee, and he talked about this kind of stuff, that there's things that go on over there at MAC. I mean, not not bad things. I mean, MAC, you know, they call it Military Lift Command. At least they used to. There's a whole group over there at, at Scott Air Force Base that they're, they're like they're the tanker group that, you know, have the big refueling planes. And then there's also the, the big cargo planes. And that's a lot of what they do over at Scott. It's not necessarily fighters and things like that. It's more logistic kind of stuff where they're moving equipment around, supplies and things like that around the world. I mean, just, you know, it's amazing the stuff that goes on from over there. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Uh, it is 740. Westplex 107.1. E. What was I going to say? E. E. What? What now? What now? I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, uh, it is BS. E- <laughs> it is BS in the morning. Harmony. Okay, no, e- we we talked about this last break about the presidential limousine, and believe it or not, I did a little research. I sent you some pictures. Did you see the picture I sent you? Look at on I your did. phone. Okay, and I reached out to somebody, and they can't get into too much detail because they used to do this. This was their part of their responsibility in the Air Force. No longer in the Air Force, and I reached out to somebody that I know whose name shall remain nameless. And uh, the question was, hey, when you were in the Air Force, did you responsible for? And the answer was, uh, yes, I worked all the presidential movements, including C-17s, sitting on alert in case they were needed. And typically they use a C-17, according to stuff I found on the Internet. Typically the Secret Service uh, arrives one to four days in advance. They that have, is true. They have multiple. Um, they have multiple vehicles. They have. They have more than one presidential limousine, and wherever they he is. They also put in a secure line at the airport. Right, right, right. You've seen that. Where I've yeah. seen that. Where they park on the north side of the airport there. Yeah. And uh, they have you know all that stuff, and that's what the deal. So I mean, he, you know, think, you know, wouldn't it be nice? God, I'm thinking to myself, if I had a week to be president. You know, I'd I'd be driving those Secret Service guys nuts because like if something happened like yes, in, you would in Kenosha. I go guys, <laughs> for that. guys, we're going to Kenosha. Well, sir, I I want to be there in three hours. Can you do it? Don't tell me no. Okay, 
things. Fine. Boom. Off we go. You know, hey, there's problems in Portland. Hey, get the limousine. Get get the get everybody ready. We're going to Portland. You know, jump. Did you see um, the uh, what's it called? I, I don't even know what it's called. The press the press conference when he was in Louisiana. No, what happened? Somebody yell at him again, or some one of the CNN reporters no, make fun was, of him? It was a close press conference. Yeah, and um, he acknowledged everybody that you know this was this was because of the hurricane right and he acknowledged everyone that had a hand in um making things right down there and it was it was a really good press conference he was donald trump he was eloquent he was you know matter of fact and um it was it was good he was in he was in a bomber jacket you know like a like a right and and then he's um, the press a, a, a canvas bomber jacket right and then he had a he had a USA hat on, ball cap. Right. It was it was it was a good. I I enjoyed it because it wasn't. When was this? Yesterday or over the weekend? No, it was a couple days ago. Okay, so it was a couple days ago. It would have been the weekend, right? <laughs> no, it was last week. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that couple days. Sorry. Okay, that In would. Shelly World. All my days run together. <sighs> well, you know. Once... You know the reason why I know what day it is today? Why is that? Because of Facebook and its Dove season opening. Oh, whatever. Here she goes. Do, is mm-hmm. t- today, dove season opens today? Yes. Oh, okay. First day. So, so in other words, you, when you go to, it's like Shark Week. So when Caleb you, Hunter actually sent me a picture of him dove hunting. So when you go to like Target or Wally World, all the Dove soaps on sale? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just couldn't handle it. 12, Brad. 12. Man child. <laughs> well, I'm a man child. Dad joke. No, it's not a dad joke. God, I heard a no, good, it wasn't a dad joke. I, I, heard, I heard a good dad, dad joke yesterday. You know. Yeah, you did. And it, it was, it was, it was so good that when I got done with it, I said to myself, I actually said out loud, I said, Come on, man. Yeah, it was so good. Anyway. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Can, I, did, I did have a chuckle. Can, can, I, can I ask you a question? A serious question. You always ask me questions, Brett. Of course you can. Okay, if Joe Biden wins the presidential election, don't you think it's going to be super boring? You know? I don't. I think it's going to be, if Joe Biden wins the election, this is my opinion, because I think he's his his mental capacities are diminished. Boy, listen to Shelly. I think that's the reason punches. why they don't want him to um, go against Trump. And, and if they don't have a presidential debate, I don't think it should count. No, no, no. What I'm saying is... Trump is like, you know, always stirring the pot. He's always saying things. With Joe. They're all stirring the pot. No, but Joe's just sort of, come on, face it. He's a boring kind of guy. You know, he's just, you know, and once again, it's sort of like you go back in our history. If he's a boring guy, why do you sit there and play all his faux, faux pas all the time? No, George W. Bush was a boring guy. You know, he was just a boring guy. You know, he didn't really, you know, he wasn't very exciting. You know, I mean, obviously he had his his uh, medal, so to speak, not M-E-T-A-L, but what is it, M-E-T-T-L-E. He had his medal tested when, um, you know, like he was, what, <laughs> how many months into his first year and, and the uh, 9-11 attack hit. You know, he was inaugurated in January of that year, and then in, you know, September of that year, the 9-11 attack. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, rough and, and And, you know, I mean, I, I will never forget that day he went to New York and remember, he stood on top of that pile of, of you know, with the rubble from the old yes, World Trade Center and got the bullhorn and, and you know, and I'm Evil thinking. Evildoers. And I, yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. man, 
this guy's stepping up to, you know, I mean, and that was one of those moments. I know a lot of people hate George W. Bush. I get it. But yet it was one of those things where it's like you can't deny the fact that here's a guy that goes to the scene of this horrific attack that happened on us. And I mean, and at that point in time, he was large and in charge at that point in time that if he got on there and he said, I need all you guys who are over 60 years old, and that would have been me even back then, all you guys over 60 years old, I need you to strap on your best weapon and show up in in so-and-so, and we're going in Afghanistan to go get those guys. And I'd be going, man. I'd be strapping on my my little, you know, 22, um, you know, little single-shot, you know, gun, and I'd be heading to Afghanistan. I'm telling you. It's just like, I can see that about you. I, I, I got this story. Do we have time next hour? Talk yeah. about this story. I, I this was, this story was sent to me, and it was just one of those stories that just sort of hit me. And it's like, whoa! I think I put it up on my Facebook page about the doctor whose son was killed in Afghanistan. Did you Did you see this? I saw it, but I didn't read it. Okay. Well, yesterday was kind of a blur for me. Okay. Are we done now, or do you have time? I have time. Okay. We'll take a break. And we'll be back. It is BS in the Morning. Our website is bsthemorning.show. You can check out the website. The radio station is westplex1071.com. Uh, you can listen to our podcasts. They are there up on uh, BS in the Morning. Uh, it has its own page. Plus, I think they're right there on the front page as well, too. It's either did I put them on the front page of BS in the Morning or did I put them on Westplex 1071? I don't know. They're on one of those two websites. Look there. We'll find them. You'll find them and you'll love them. And trust me, you will. 757. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad, 8.05 on a Tuesday morning. Not just any Tuesday morning. It's the beginning of a new month. It is September 1st, 2020. Um, who'd have thunk that on September 1st, we'd still be talking about COVID-19, right? Didn't you think we'd be done with it by now? Um, I'm, I don't think that's going to happen until after the election. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're probably right. Oh, my goodness gracious. All sorts of stuff going on with that. Um, you know, and... <laughs> Once again, uh, politics, politics, politics. Um, you know, it's interesting. Missouri's turning out to be an interesting race as far as governor's concerned because uh, Governor Parson is uh, having a run for it uh, with, uh, with uh, uh, um, God, what's her name? I'm, I'm getting old. I can't remember people's names anymore. She's the um, auditor. Isn't that okay. terrible? I can't. I don't know what her I name is. I have a mental block with her name, just like the lady who's in. Who's in Julia Roberts. Julia, you know what I'm saying. I can yes. never remember her name. I can remember her pretty woman walking down the street and the whole bit, but I can never remember her name. You know, they say your memory is the first thing to go, and with me, it's the second. But that's a whole other story. Uh, 806. Oh. <laughs> We've settled some arguments this morning. Shelley didn't realize that they fly the presidential limousine all the way all around in the Air Force. The Air Force's job not only to transport the president in Air, you know Air Force One, which is a 747. Which, by the way, um, Boeing is building the new generation of presidential limo- or presidential Air Force Ones right now. Did you know that? I did not. Yep, yep. I think they're supposed to be um, actually um, in line or on on um, you know in service sometime in 2022 or 2023 the smartest woman in the world she knows the answer so hopefully if she's listening she'll text us and she'll have the exact date they will be on a back in service because you know what that's i I talk to people about this all the time my earlier years of flying galloway nicole galloway my earlier years of flying helicopters and uh that is i'm pretty sure that's her yeah uh, of flying helicopters and being exposed to, uh, you know, maintenance of aircraft and things like that. And I'll never forget one of the mechanics, the chief mechanic uh, over at the airport that I worked at, said, if you maintained a car 
the way we maintain an aircraft, you'd be able to get a million miles out of every car. I thought to myself, wow, wow, that's that's fascinating. You know, I mean, the the the, the know that that uh, and and you know and and think about it. We just most people don't maintain their cars properly, and I'm a perfect example of that. I'm 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 better than than most. You know, I, I've never had an engine blow up on me before because I'm always really good at you know changing the oil. And, you are. And but like, and I'm not trying to make fun of you, but. When's the last time you've ever checked the oil in your car? Well, I actually, it's funny that you say that because I actually had to check it when... Um, Please don't tell me your oil light came on and that's when you checked the oil. No, it tells me, you know, it needs to be... Well, I, I, I don't check my oil. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and But I do, it, it reminds me. And so... It reminds you it reminds of what? Me, to check your oil or change your oil? To change my oil. Yeah, but it doesn't remind you to check your oil because, see, here's the thing, and this is the problem a lot of people don't realize, is that when you get a brand new car, typically nowadays the cars, are, you know, the engines are built, you know, even more and more and more with tremendous precision, <clears throat> excuse me, and you can usually go, you know, some cars, you can go five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand miles without adding a quart, but as your engine ages, the tolerances in the car become less which means that they get slop or you know the, the you know they get sloppier there's more space between the piston rings and the and the, you know the the cylinders and kind of like being a human right and when it, you get older there's it it burns more oil like between the pistons right. and the what in the cylinders because and the cylinders right the piston exactly. rings and the cylinders and see I'm not firing on all cylinders one of my cars will go through a quart of oil about every 500 miles so i have to you know if I fill it up, I have to figure, okay, and, and typically with that car, every time I put gas in it, I'll check the oil and one of those things. Now, if I didn't do that and I'm driving like 2,000 miles and I go through four quarts of oil and thing holds four and a half quarts of oil, guess what happens to my engine? It becomes a great big paperweight and Meredith's car becomes a great big paperweight. Doesn't and, it smoke? No, typically your engine will not smoke when you blow it up. I mean, it'll, all of a sudden it'll just like start to act funky and it'll just lock up and you won't have an engine anymore. I don't know. Um, that one time when my, my car no, went, that wasn't your, had a problem with the engine, it was smoking everywhere over to Chris Offenberg. Remember that? That wasn't, yeah, it wasn't because of low in oil. You had a problem with, uh, I think it was with, uh, you had a bad um, um Framister? No, you had a bad fuel injector. I can't remember exactly what it was. You had something. It, it was, and, and once well, again. I mean, people noticed it. Didn't people come up to you and say, did you see that? Oh, by the way, I saw this. Who sent this to me? Which was really funny. And that was me. If it was funny, it was me. No, 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 no. I don't think you sent this to me. Um, where was it? Was it uh, the the person that, 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 that uh, where, who sent this to me? God, it was, oh, yeah, here what it is. What is it? Smartest woman in the world. Okay. This guy's got, he took a cup of coffee, an empty coffee cup, like a Starbucks cup, and he glued it to the roof of his car right above the driver's seat, okay? Oh, how hilarious. And, and the, the caption is, I was lonely until I glued a coffee cup to my car, and now everybody waves at me. <laughs> Think about that. How many That's times, pretty cute, actually. How many times have you seen that where somebody like, I've seen that a couple times with women who put their purse up on their on the roof of their car. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you know, and, I, and once again, ladies, don't think I'm making fun of you, but come on, you know, I mean, it happens. I've seen women that, you know, that put their roof, the, the roof, you know, put their, their purse on the roof of their car to get put something out of it. Put their roof on their coffee cup? No, they put their, their purse on the roof of their car to get something out of their, their, their purse. Haven't you ever done that yeah. before? 
Yeah, I usually use the trunk, though, or the front or well, the hood. Once again, and then you forget and you walk away. I mean, if it's on the trunk, you'd probably see it in the rearview mirror. If it's on the hood, you'd obviously see it as you drive. Hopefully, you'd see it as you look out the windshield. But if it's on the roof, you don't necessarily see it. And people put stuff on, on the roof and they drive away. You know? They do. And and so I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I didn't want to screw up the paint in my car, I'd glue a coffee cup up there and just drive around with it. You know, now, I can see you doing that, too. Oh, <gasps> oh you could use that double-sided sticky tape. Okay. I saw something. You know, some of the stuff on, on, on TikTok. I know you hate TikTok. But some of the yes, stuff on yes, TikTok yeah. is pretty funny. Okay. There was one on there yesterday. And I can't remember who it was. These guys are famous for something. They're four black dudes. And they're talking about how they don't get hassled by the police anymore when they walk around in downtown. And you know how they do it? How? They have a Starbucks cup that they carry with them because of the fact that if you go to Starbucks, the police know you're okay. I thought that was uh, Dunkin' Donuts. No, Starbucks. And, and I mean, it was, it was a joke, obviously. Like, hey, the cops don't bother us because of the fact, yeah, even though we're black, we carry a Starbucks coffee cup around. So and they, they know, know you're cool. Right. They know if you're going to Starbucks, you're a good dude. You're not, you're not a gangbang or anything like that. I thought to myself, you know, isn't that funny how there's certain things in, you know, all of us that there's certain things we do that people will jump to conclusions about? You know, like with me. Absolutely. People go like, you eat fast food all the time? You're going to die of a heart attack. You're going to die at 60 of a heart attack. Hey, already made it 25 years past 60. I haven't died yet. You know? And it's like, yeah. they, they make fun of, they make fun of, of like, they make fun of, 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 um, of what's his face? Um, um, uh, the, the Oracle of Omaha, who just turned 90 the other day. Warren the Buffett. Oracle of Omaha? Yeah, that's what they call him. Never heard that term before? No. He lives in Omaha, Nebraska, and every year he has this convention where essentially people that buy his stock, they buy in his company, Berkshire Hathaway, and people come from literally all over the world to go to this convention. And they have it in a convention center in, in Omaha, which is where he lives, and they have all these displays of all the different companies he owns. Because I know this for a fact, because we used to have Clayton Holmes on the radio station here as an advertiser, and that's one of the companies that, that Berkshire Hathaway owns. And they would talk about the fact that they would always set up one of the modular homes in the convention center at, uh, I can't remember, there's a, their term they use it for. And there's, there's video of, it looks like almost like a rock concert, except it's not your rock concert kind attendees, of people like standing outside the door of this convention center waiting to get in. And when they open the doors, people run because it's first come first serve seating yes. and they yes. run to be in the front rows to listen to Warren Buffett. Now the interesting thing with Warren Buffett yeah, they is they do that going into Walmart too. No they don't. The day after. No, yes they do. No, but um, Shelly we're talking about two different things. We're not talking about people <laughs> buying $69 there's no, there's TV no sets. No none whatsoever. Because okay. of the fact that that's these are people okay. these are people that are that are, are you know earning money by investing properly. The people at Walmart are spending their money because they want a new you know giant TV for sixty nine dollars. You know mm-hmm. that's that's the difference. Anyway, that's same the, principle though. No, it's not. they want to get in first. No, it's not. The it's, first is the best. No. Just saying. Oh. You know, you know, it's times like that. It's time like that that when I think to that myself. That you so appreciate me being on your show. No, it's times like that that I go, How dare you? <laughs> I know. 
It happens quite a lot. <laughs> and, and then, and you know what? You know what gets me back down to earth? You know what? I mean, when, when things get funky for me, there's something that helps me all the time. And you know what that is? Messing with me. Bend down and whisper in my ear. And then everything's right. Everything is right with the world. Everything's right in the world. <laughs> okay. So, uh, anything else to talk about this morning? Uh, then you didn't like my, my, my Smurf joke. I thought that was funny. It, it was funny. No, you didn't even laugh. You didn't I laugh. I did laugh. I was you laughing didn't on laugh. the inside. You didn't laugh. You didn't laugh and at all. My Smurf laugh. joke. No. Check the tape, Brad. No. And you didn't like my analogy yesterday that humans as, as tires. Yeah, still don't get that. That some of us have the proper inflation, 35 pounds per square inch, and some of us have 10 pounds per square inch, and some of them have 90 pounds per square inch, and some of them are flat. You know, Don't you know people who are flat that are like, you know, they just, you know, are blobs. They don't do anything anymore. And then you have the people that I are, do. that you know, the, the tire pressure is 35 and they're up 90 and they're like, you know, they're like, you know, flibbity jibbity all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. that's me. No. Is my tire pressure 90? Kibbity jibbity. No. Is, is that a word? No, I don't. Who knows? Who knows what words Did are anymore? Did you make anymore? up a Bradism? No, flibbity jibbity. That's one of those. That was one of the words on your list. Flibbity jibbity. Don't you remember that? No. F L I B B. Here it is. A frivolous, flighty, or excessively talkative person. <laughs> You're a flibbered. Does it have my picture there? Flibbity jibbit. And if you are, if if you uh, have those traits, you're flibberty jibberty, a flibberty jibberty person. From Wikipedia, flibberty jibbit is a Middle English word referring to a flighty or whimsical person, usually a young woman. In modern use, it is used as a slang term, especially in Yorkshire, for a gossipy or overly talkative person. I'm not gossipy. I don't. I don't gossip like that. But I am kind of talkative sometimes. Hold on a minute. Liberty oh, I thought there'd be a definition. It's this goofy thing. It's a video of word of the day. Mary. Oh, here we go. Nah, it's not going to do anything. I thought that would be, they'd use it in a sentence. You know, it drives me nuts. You know, you and I talk about this all the time. It drives me nuts that people put up videos with no narration. And Yeah, yeah, you've, you've en- enlightened me to that, be- and, and you're right, it does, Well, be- it, does it just kind of takes away from it. No. Don't you agree? Well, here's the thing, okay, if you're trying to get SEO on your, on your mm-hmm. videos on YouTube, what a lot of people don't realize is that whenever you put up a video now, it's standard procedure on YouTube that they they uh, they they close caption the, the 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 whatever the narration is. So if I say hi, my name is Brad and I am a jerk, if I put that on the video, that's going to show up in closed captioning. Now you can turn it on and off, but it's automatically done. But what they also do is they use the closed captioning for SEO. So in yeah, other words, do. whatever you use in the script, whatever words you use in the script. They also type it out. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's closed captions yes. in text. But yet it's also used in SEO. So in other words, when, when Google, you know, looks at that, when they, you know, when they go through the spider crawls, all the websites and the videos and the whole bit. And if you say, if I put together a video and I say, Shelly Barr drinks 
you know, whiskey every morning, and she prefers Jack Daniels. And Jack Daniels is the whiskey that Shelly Barr drinks, and she buys it at uh, at the, the Quickie Mart. Okay, what'll happen is that when that when you know someone uh, views that video, the SEO, and that well, they will get credit for Shelly Barr, Quickie Mart, and Jack Daniels because of the fact that when people you know search Jack Daniels, chances are Shelly's video will come up because of the fact you are that not supposed to tell people how I get through my day. <laughs> That was an inside inside radio kind of thing. Inside baseball. Thanks, Brad. You know, I talked about this on the air. It was last week or the week before. And I mentioned about um, one of the radio guys back in the early days when I first got in the radio business back way back when. When it, I talked about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And I, I talked to one of my old radio buddies who made the comment that there was one radio station program director who instructed all his DJs to get high on cocaine before they went on the air. Remember I talked about that? Yeah, you did. And that was somewhat controversial. I had one person who actually I saw that later that day and got mad at me for saying that. I said, how can they you say something like you? that? No, and I said, because it was the truth, because it was. I had one of my radio buddies who happened to be listening, and a couple days later he texted me. He says, hey, I caught you the other morning. He says, I worked for a guy. We all had to smoke a joint before we went on the air. That was required on our radio station. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah. And he worked at like a, you know, like a Casey kind of station. It wasn't a station here in St. Louis, but it was like a, hey, well, man, that's the latest from Pink Floyd. And before that, you heard the vol- the dulcet tones of Blue's image. You're listening to the best rock and roll here on Rock 105.9. Said they had to get really stoned before they went on air. <laughs> Okay. I'm, going I'm glad like, you don't have that requirement. Well, I'm just going the whole whiskey like, thing, but I'm, you shouldn't have said that. I'm going like nowadays. You know, if, <laughs> let's take a job. Okay, let's say you're like a, a collections person, and and the boss has a meeting. Okay, we're going to collect some money today. You know, get 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 those debtors on the phone. Get those people on the phone. And before get you get those debtors on the phone, <laughs> get those debtors on the yeah, phone. That's how people talk. Tell them how scummy they are, and tell them how they owe our company money. And we're going to come and and we're going to come kidnap their kids if if they don't if they don't pay the money. And and before you do that, they may enjoy that. Before you do it's that, been COVID. Make sure and go out in the parking lot and slam down a couple of shots of Jack Daniels, and you'll be ready for the day. Okay. How long will it be before that company gets reported to, you know, the, 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 who would be reported to? The police, uh, to uh, what, OSHA, you know, because you're drunk on the job, to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to uh, you know, all sorts of agencies and stuff like that. I mean, you, you can't get away with that anymore, you know? I mean, you know, when you first started working for me, I would say, I say, okay, Shelly, now here's what I want you to do before you, you go. You need to quit drinking. Yeah, you need to quit <laughs> drinking and and you know and 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 stop stop snorting that cocaine cocaine and stop you know uh, you know uh, uh, you know smoking marijuana and would you knock it off with the oxycotton and 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 don't do any of the crystal meth before you go on sales calls. And Shelly went, oh man, I don't know if I want this job or not. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> Good, good description of me, Brad. Uh, Way to knock one out of the park. I'm just kidding. You know I'm kidding, Shelly. Are you kidding? I am. I'm kidding. Good. Yeah, I'm kidding. Remind me to show you how I kid around when I see you next. Are you going to punch me? Would I do that? Maybe. Shelly, see, people... That's a hard maybe. People think... You know, I had somebody I talked to yesterday, a client, who said to me... This is actually sort of funny... He said to me, 
hey, do you think any radio stations will actually have a radio station anymore? And I go, what are you talking about? He says, well, I listen to all these different stations and everybody's broadcasting from their house. He says, I watch TV and everybody's, you know, all the TV, uh, you know, the news people are broadcasting from their basement, their living room, their, you know, their, their, their family room, their kitchens. Do you think there'll any, ever be any radio or TV studios anymore? I thought to myself, you know what? He's got a point. Because we, he does. we talked about that, that, that iHeart's already talked to the head guy at iHeart's already talked about. It. You know, we don't know if we need all this office space. I'm thinking to myself, man, I would not want to be in the office, you know, in the office building, uh, um, you know, business right now. As you know, like if you know what a REIT is, real estate, a what? A REIT, R-E-I-T. It's a thing you can buy as an investment. It's called a real estate investment trust. And essentially what you do is you you put money into it. And then the the people who who run the REIT, they go out and they buy or they build office buildings, specifically commercial buildings. And then you get a percentage of the profits. So in other words, if they go out and build a big office building and there's a profit of um, $1,000 per month, well, probably have to be more than that. But let's say there's a profit of like $100,000 a month. You get a percentage of that profit every month because you've invested in that. You know, so in other words, you're an investor in that office building through a REIT. In other words, there could be mm-hmm. tens or hundreds or thousands or ten thousand people invested in a REIT, and uh, because of the fact that now with everybody with office buildings, it's like you drive in Clayton, they're building more office buildings. Like, okay, why would they Half do the that? Half the office buildings are empty. I, you got you go in Clayton right now, and it's like I told the other day, I started the other day. I get off one seventy Ladue, turns into Maryland as you're going east. I'm looking east on Maryland from like just where the Schnooks is, where there used to be the railroad tracks, which is now where the where the the trail is. And I'm looking east down Maryland, and there's not one car in front of me, and there's nobody parked any of the meters. I'm thinking to myself, man, this is I not good. This is this, this is I not know. a this you, is you not just a good want a look. Tumbleweed for tumbleweed to start flowing. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's like okay, it what, is crazy. what happened to all these people? Where are they? You know. What about they're the, at home yeah, broadcasting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're at home on on Zoom. Okay, we're done for the day. That's it. We're out of here. Happy September first, everybody! It's the first day of um, dove season. It's the f- I got that from my very good friend Mike Lopardos, and um, yeah. And Caleb too, isn't he out hunting and today? And Caleb, Caleb Hunter with Extreme Electrical actually texted me a picture of him duck hunting. Isn't that the cutest thing? I actually think you should put that on your website. Tell Caleb I can't wait till it's Cessna 152 season, and when he flies over, I can take a shot at him. This is no lie. I was outside. I was out on my back porch, and there was a Cessna that flew by me, and I actually texted him because it was on the way to Chesterfield. Yeah. And I actually texted him, and I'm like, "Is that you just?" flew over my house he goes no i wish yeah <laughs> he's pretty cute yep okay we're done talk to you tomorrow Brad, it's been a slice of heaven everybody have a great day peace